0: Hello and welcome to the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. Today's episode is a sneak peek inside our Fit Over 40 program, where Ben was running a seminar for our clients all about the winter weight gain trap, specifically for women over 40. It's all about how so many people regain all the weight they lost during the rest of the year over the few months before Christmas, meaning long-term, they never actually lose weight. They just lose and regain the same stone or two over and over again every single year, or it gradually creeps up and up as it gets harder to lose weight over 40. Now, we don't want that to happen to you this winter, and it doesn't have to happen to you this winter. So in this episode, we're going to reveal how to avoid the winter weight gain trap and avoid gaining any weight this winter. Yes, it is possible. Many, many of our clients do that every single year, and you can do that without having to go to the gym or giving up on your favorite foods. So without further ado, let's get stuck into today's podcast episode, the winter weight gain trap.
1: (laughs) Christmas is kind of on the horizon for some people and there can be a temptation to want to press pause on your fitness, press pause on those goals in that run up to Christmas and over those winter months, which, you know, on the face of it, um, it can be quite appealing, especially if you've been trying hard with your fitness, you've been trying to see results with your body for the rest of the year you get to this time where it's getting darker it's getting colder you're in that kind of countdown period to christmas where you can see these celebrations coming up you're thinking there's going to be more social events than usual there's going to be more celebrations than usual there's likely going to be more unhealthy food around than usual and you can easily think right it's october and you can start from that point looking forward to january and all already be thinking that's when I'm going to start making a change. It might be that maybe this year hasn't gone perfectly already and you're thinking, well, I haven't achieved what I wanted to achieve so far this year. But January is going to be my fresh start and then I'm going to take control of my fitness. I'm going to take control of my results. So today I'm just going to cover, you know, the truth about pausing and and what that really can mean in terms of your results. And then the best strategy to approach Christmas from kind of now looking forwards until after christmas and january how should you go about approaching the next few months to make sure that you get the best possible results overall but also and importantly also making sure that you can still have the flexibility to enjoy christmas and to do what you want to do food and drink wise have a bit of time downtime to refresh and reset before then also benefiting from that sort of boost of motivation that you could get in the new year so the first thing i want to cover then Is really the truth about pausing. And, like, for me, and what we'd kind of say inside Trinity is that pausing is really equivalent to stopping. So, when you say pause, when people say, I'm going to pause my fitness, it doesn't really mean you're going to pause your fitness. Unfortunately, the body is not a kind of thing where you can just sort of put a pin in it and say, right, I'm just going to stop for a while. I'm just going to maintain where I am now. And then I'll pick up later. It's something where if you don't constantly put the work into it, you don't consistently put the work into it. It does go backwards. It does start to, it does start to decay. It does start to get worse. You do start to lose strength. You do start to lose fitness. You do start to put on body fat just as a result of doing less. So the body is a machine where it really adapts to the stimulus that you put it under. A really good example of this is when you, when you have astronauts, they go into space, they go into an environment where they're no longer experiencing so much gravity. They're not having to put any, any force or any weight through their bones as they walk around and as they move around and as they do things. And because of that, because they're not experiencing this gravity, their bone density actually decreases. So the body says, do you know what? Carrying all of this extra bone mass and having a strong skeleton is no longer needed for life in space. So it starts to reduce the amount of bone that you've got and astronauts come back from space and they have weaker bones. And they, they're kind of, it's almost as if they've, uh, yeah, they've lost that bone mass and they no longer have so much bone mass available. And it's exactly the same if you if you break your arm, and I've never actually broke my arm myself, my sister broke her arm when she was younger, but you break your arm, you have that cast on where you are immobilized with your arm completely immobilized for a certain period of time. And during that time where your arm is immobilized, your muscle will actually waste away and you'll get the cast off and you'll have a smaller arm than your other arm because the body has again said, right, we're not using the left arm very much. We don't really need this muscle that we've got on the left arm. Therefore um, let's reduce the amount of muscle available here. Exactly the same with your fitness, cardio fitness as well. You stop doing cardio fitness, your cardio fitness starts to decrease. You stop doing strength training, your muscle and your strength starts to decrease Um, the body just responds to whatever stimulus that you give it so if you don't kind of maintain it it does automatically start to go backwards so what that can look like over the course of Christmas let's say this is now I'll I'll draw a quick diagram out here but um, let's say that up to a certain point let's say that this is the pause point if the pause point was sort of now maybe in the next couple of weeks maybe November maybe you know that point's going to be different for everybody but it's going to be a pause point And then it's going to be the sort of Christmas point. So up until that pause point, you've been seeing whatever level of results you've been seeing. So it may be that you've been seeing a reduction in weight. Maybe you've been working on your strength training. Maybe you've been seeing results. Maybe you've been doing well up to that point where you've decided to pause. It may be that you've been maintaining your results up to that point where you've decided to pause, but up to that point, you know, whatever amount of work you've put in or whatever amount of work you're consistently putting in now has got you to a certain point, has got you to where you are now, a certain level of fitness, certain level of success. Um, And if if you're measuring your success by kind of body weight, dress size, if, if losing weight is your overall goal, you've probably got to a certain amount of, a certain point on that weight loss journey. So if you hit pause, aka, you know, stopping exercising completely, stopping making good food choices, stopping working on your mindset, stopping staying as active and getting sort of 10,000 sets per day. If you hit that pause button, what's not gonna happen is you're not just gonna maintain until Christmas and then continue seeing results after Christmas. That would be ideal if that's how it worked. but the reality is you're more likely to take a step backwards and then you get to this point at Christmas where you've gotta start again at this point here. You reach this sort of decision point where it's, you know, Christmas is finished, You've gained half a stone. You've gained a stone. I mean, realistically, between now and Christmas, if you were to completely stop working on your fitness at all, it, you could easily gain a stone or more during that time. It would not be very difficult to gain quite a significant amount of weight during that time. But the problem is when you get to this point where you're needing to restart again, it's not necessarily very easy to get restarted again so if you go from making good food choices to making bad choices for example this can have quite a significant impact on your energy levels so you'll find that your energy levels are lower you'll find that you are weaker in terms of your strength if you haven't been doing exercise you're weaker you'll be less fit um you might also find that you're lacking motivation Because if you have built healthy habits and you've got into these healthy habits, you invested the time and the energy to get into the healthy habits of eating certain foods, of staying in a routine with your exercise, working on your mindset. If you stop doing all of those habits, it becomes, you go almost back to square one and it's just as hard to build those habits again. And with all of these things, like when you're on a roll with it, when you're doing it, when you're already doing it, it's a lot easier to just keep going with it than it is to have to start it all over again. I always say the most the most difficult part of any fitness journey, the first most difficult part is actually deciding to get started. So actually making that decision to say, do you know what? I need to really seriously do something about this and whether that's investing in a program, I mean, everybody's in a Trinity program, you made a decision at some point that you were going to sign up you were going to get a coach you were going to get serious about your fitness you were going to invest the time the energy the money into getting where you wanted to be with your fitness goals that this was the time to change this was the time to get serious and that decision is actually the most difficult part the second most difficult part is then actually getting started so getting through that first week actually getting into a routine with your workouts um figuring out what you need to be doing with your nutrition just sort of changing your, adapting your life from whatever lifestyle you were living before you started getting serious about fitness to the lifestyle that's going to get you the results um, with your fitness so making that change is sort of the next most difficult part and obviously it's easier when you've got coaching and you've got help and support to do that but then once you've got over those two difficult parts the next section of just kind of staying consistent with that or staying consistent enough with that to see results is kind of the easiest part it's kind of just keep doing more of the same, keep building those habits, keep on going. And the results will come if you're 100% on track all the time, you're going to see really, really quick results. If you're slightly less on track, you might enjoy a slightly more flexible, enjoyable lifestyle, where you can allow yourself some more treats and some more time off, etc. You might see slightly slower results. But keeping that up and, and keeping going with it is much, much easier than getting started. So if you get to a point, where you've decided to take a few months off, you know, you've taken off November, December, or even half of November, December, you take those few weeks off your fitness and you end up in a position where your energy levels are low, you're feeling weaker, you're feeling less fit, you're lacking in motivation. It's like going back to square one. And then you've also got this added factor that you're almost gonna be making up, you're gonna be making up ground. and when you're making up ground, it's uh, it's a lot more difficult to do that than it is to succeed in the first place. So if you imagine that you're, um, you know, you're climbing a mountain, your goal is at the top of this mountain, and you're looking at the bottom and you're looking towards this goal. At the start, you're looking towards that goal. You're looking at the mountain. You're thinking, "Oh, I'm really excited to try and climb that mountain. You know, it's going to be great when I achieve that. When I achieve that goal, it's going to be amazing." So you climb halfway up the mountain. Everything's going great. Um, until you hit an obstacle and then you slide back down the mountain you tumble back down skidding down this mountain dust flying everywhere you smash into the ground at the bottom and you then end up in a position where you're now at the bottom of the mountain but what will be what you'll mainly be focused on is that you'll be thinking about that time when you were already kind of halfway up that mountain. So you're thinking like your, your measure of success now is that you're already halfway up that mountain. So when it comes to fitness, let's say we we'll use weight as a goal because it's a very, or just dress size as a goal. It's very simple to use as an example. Let's say you start off at a size 18 and then you put all the work in, you've got down to a size 14, for example, you're thinking, great, I'm at a size 14, everything's going great. And at this point I'm going to hit pause. And then while you're in that pause phase, You slip back to sort of a size 16. You go back to that size 16 again. When you're at that size 16 now, you're going to be thinking almost where you feel that you should be in your mind is already at that size 14. You're thinking like, right, I was at that size 14. That's where I should be. And now all the effort that you're putting in, all the effort that you're trying to achieve you're no longer sort of moving into new territory which is exciting you know when you're when you're breaking barriers you're getting to where you're getting like you're seeing that that weight come off every week you're like oh I've never been feeling better never been fitter never been stronger it's exciting when you're sort of moving into new territory and you're always improving but when you're sort of you're not moving into new territory you're just kind of catching up to where you already were it's a lot less motivating than it is to be making that new ground, if that makes sense. So it's a lot more difficult to get motivated to get back to where you were previously than it is to know that you're already on track. You're already the furthest you've ever been towards that goal that you've got. So pausing can put you in this position where for a number of different reasons, it's it's a lot more difficult to get started again. And then you're faced with this decision point where you'll either be able to overcome all of those obstacles which can make it more difficult to get started again and you see results again but then it might be by that point you know we might be looking at march or so before you're back to where you were last october so that could essentially be six months if you decided to stop now you gain weight for three months you then lose that same weight again for the next three months that's six months that you have to put in the time the effort, the energy, the struggle to end up back in the same place that you were the previous year. And again, you do that cycle a few times and every time it knocks your motivation a little bit more, and makes it a little bit more to get difficult to get started again. So you could either end up in that situation. That's the best case scenario if you've decided to pause. Worst case scenario is it takes a little bit of time to actually get yourself back on track maybe you then get back on track for a bit then you slip back off track then you get back on track for a bit and you can end up in this cycle where you just keep starting and stopping and starting and stopping for ages struggling to get completely back into that groove that you were in before and it is it's just a really difficult thing to try to kind of make up for for lost ground and a good way to get to Or, um, you know, other things, for example, if you have something like Netflix or a membership to a subscription service, if you have something like that, that you can just pause your membership for a few months and then you can just continue with it. And you'll be exactly where you you were when you left off. You watch half a series on Netflix. You think I'm not going to be watching Netflix for a couple of months. You pause it or you cancel it. And then you come back and you can continue watching that series where you left off. It's not difficult to get back into it. But fitness is not really like that. It's more like something like brushing your teeth. And what I mean by that is brushing your teeth again, it's it's not exactly difficult to get back into the habit of brushing your teeth again if you haven't done it for a certain time. But if you decided for the next three months you're not going to brush your teeth at all, that does come with some consequences. If you decided you're not going to brush your teeth and you're not going to shower for the next three months, just consider that After a few months, you're probably going to have some dental problems going on that you're going to have to deal with at great pain and cost and an effort and struggle. And if you haven't showered for three months, that may have had a knock on impact on things like your relationships. Um, Your family may not be 100 percent happy if you've decided you're just not going to shower at all. It may have an impact on your job if you keep turning up, up into work in the same clothes and you're never showering like fitness. Those are both things that if you don't take care of them, they do start to get worse and they do start to lead to bigger problems. And with your body, it's just a case of considering that your fitness is exactly the same. If you're not taking care of your body consistently, your energy levels are going to are going to get worse. Um, your strength is going to get worse. Your fitness is going to get worse. Your health is going to get worse. You're at more risk of developing long-term health problems. Your happiness is probably also going to get worse, even if... Um, I mean, in the short term, maybe if you have those few months off, you have a great time. You eat everything you want to eat. You don't even worry about your weight. You don't weigh yourself. You don't worry about uh, measuring or, or having tracking how much you're going off track. But there will be a moment when you decide, when you have to face the facts and you have to say, right, I've gained two stone. I've lost all my fitness. I've lost all my strength. I'm really not feeling very motivated to start again. There always comes a point. There always comes a point where you sort of dip into into unhappiness and the the bubble is sort of burst at that point so i've painted a picture of doom and gloom here but what should you actually do what's the best strategy to approach christmas the first thing to realize is that christmas is it's basically five days and that's your that's just sort of an estimate based on what i would think of as christmas so christmas you're gonna have christmas eve you're gonna have christmas day you're gonna have boxing day then maybe you've got, maybe you also go the 27th off and then maybe you have New Year's Day off or you do something like New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. But it's going to be between sort of five days, six days, seven days, something like that. Maybe it's a week for the whole year. Um, The point being, you don't need to take a few months off just because you feel like it's Christmas time and it's impossible to succeed. It's, um, a lot of people, I think they'll look forwards and they'll think, you know, well, what's the point in, trying over the next three months what's the point in putting in 100 over the next three months because I'm just going to undo all my hard work over Christmas so I may as well start again in January the reality is Christmas is only five days and if we look at sort of the damage that can be done in five days let's say those five days you eat 3,000 calories per day over five days which is a lot of food it's, it's a huge it's a big amount of food for most people to eat 3,000 calories a day that'll let you get away with a lot of drinks a lot of snacks a lot of chocolates so let's say you eat three calorie 3,000 calories a day for five days compared to the amount it it will take most people most people will be able to sort of maintain their weight on that will be sort of an 100 calorie excess over where they might be um, over the course of five days if we did that by five days, that will be about 5,000 calories over five days. Now, to transfer that into um, actual weight gain, actual fat gain, if you eat an additional 5,000 calories over five days, it's going to be like 1.5 pounds of body fat on the scales. So 1.5 pounds of body fat on the scales. If you're taking the right approach with your fitness, with the nutrition, with your workouts, you could probably get back on track with that within a week, a week or two. Um, it's not, that's not a significant amount of weight to have to undo if you've put on one and a half pounds over Christmas in those five days. And that's allowing yourself 3000 calories per day and allowing for the fat, allowing for you doing no exercise and just sitting on the sofa all day, doing nothing. So you can have quite an indulgent Christmas and have it not have a huge impact on your waistline. Of course, there are a few other impacts that can happen as well. So you may gain one point, let's say you gain a pound and a half of body fat over Christmas as well as that if you've been eating more salt more sugar more alcohol than usual maybe you've gained another three pounds of water weight which can come by eating by making different food choices so you know to more alcohol more sugar more salt those types of foods than usual so maybe you end up five pounds up over those five days two weeks time get back on track two weeks all of the five pounds of weight will come off and you can be 100 percent back on track you can be working towards moving forwards and working towards your goals so thing to remember here is just that christmas is not a huge amount of time and just thinking like if you look to the next three months um we are now on the 7th of october so doing some rough maths i could work out the exact amount of um weeks till christmas three four uh give me a sec five six seven eight, nine, 10, about 11 weeks until Christmas. So we're just under 12 weeks. If it's 11 weeks until Christmas and you say that you're going to take the the final week off and you've got 11 weeks leading up to Christmas, then the ideal approach really, well, the, the lie that you may believe is like, I'm going to undo all my results over Christmas. Therefore, there's no point trying from X point, until after christmas i'll start again on january that's kind of the the false belief and it's easy to to tell yourself that you know it's nice it's nice because you get to take a few weeks off relieves the pressure it's easier you don't have to put the effort in but it's a lot more difficult when reality hits and you realize that you've actually gained a stone and a half rather than a pound and a half and you've got a lot of work to do in order to catch that back up in order to get to back back to where you were which again is not very exciting just to get back to where you were previously So that's kind of the false truth there and the the reality is christmas is only one week um even if you accept that you will undo some progress over christmas it's not going to make a huge difference in the ground in the grand scheme of things so you've just got to see christmas as it's not this thing that's just the end of the world, it's gonna completely undo all your results. It's just a week off, it's just a a holiday. If you approach it like, you know, it's just a holiday, it's just a week off during the 11 weeks, you'll be on track, you can be on track more than 90% of the time leading up to it. So let's say over that full 11 uh, weeks, let's say this is 10 weeks, let's say in terms of weight loss, let's say we're gonna gain 1.5 pounds over Christmas, If in the 10 weeks leading up to Christmas, let's say we lose half a pound a week, so we're going to lose five pounds leading up to Christmas, then the overall is going to be uh, three and a half pounds lost between now and Christmas. On the other hand, if you decide, right, it's time to give up now, and we're going to gain five pounds between now and Christmas, um, put that here then the overall result there is going to be plus six and a half pounds. So just over half a stone. And that's kind of probably a best case scenario as well, if if you decided to just stop doing everything completely. So what would I recommend over Christmas? The strategy I'd recommend over Christmas is put Christmas into your plan. So just know... That this time at christmas is going to happen this time at christmas is going to happen and during this time you're going to have freedom to enjoy yourself to enjoy time with your family to celebrate to not have to worry about dieting or fitness or doing any workouts or um or eating the right foods or anything like that just realize just just accept that you're going to have that time for freedom and you can decide how much time you think is appropriate for you i'll probably take I probably, to be honest, if I'm going to be completely honest, won't take that much time off at all because I I do really enjoy my exercise. Food-wise, I'll probably allow myself more freedom. Um, but exercise-wise, I will keep going with exercise. But that's purely because I I think I've, bu- I've built such a habit with it now that I do genuinely enjoy it. And actually, quite a lot of people that we work with get to that point as well, get to the point where they've gone from, I don't like exercise to actually I do really enjoy exercise think some people can get there more easily than others but point is set that time aside like know that you're going to have this this time where you're going to allow yourself freedom allow yourself to have time off but just accept that up until that time you're going to do the absolute best you can so put in the best possible effort that you can have a date in mind that is like that's the date i'm going to stop just like you also might have a date a date that's set for you in terms of work when your work kind of ends and you have that bit of time up for Christmas. What usually happens with that for people is they'll have that date set. This is the time I'm going to be off for Christmas. And you'll find that you're able to work really, really hard up to this point, especially in that last week, that running up to Christmas period. You'll find that you work really hard. You've really put the effort in to get everything done, to get everything sorted so that when you get to Christmas, you you put that out, turn the out of office on, you shut your computer you you shut down for christmas completely that you're all done and just it's just a case of doing exactly the same thing with fitness work really really hard up to that point um knowing that it's just this many more days and then on that point i can relax and then allow yourself that time off don't feel guilty about having that time off because it's beneficial because it's going to allow you to de-stress it's going to allow you to unwind it's going to allow you to um break the normal groove and break the normal cycle, but not for a long enough time that you actually get out of those habits. So it should still be easy to get back into those habits afterwards. So if you know that you're going to have that break, but then you're going to just get straight back on track, guilt-free afterwards, that's usually the best way to handle it. Um, And I think actually setting that plan in place is, is the key thing. Knowing that the plan is to be off track during that week that is the actual plan means that when you're doing it when you're just enjoying christmas and you're indulging and you're not exercising as much as you would normally you're not thinking i shouldn't be doing this i should be on track i should be doing better there's no kind of guilt attached to it it's all part of the plan you're just thinking i'm following the plan i'm doing everything right um and then you just get back on track on a certain date so that is the way i would recommend to approach christmas don't see it as a time to pause don't give up miles before you actually get to the the um actually get to christmas it's like a race where you've got to keep running there is a finish line the finish line is that time that you're going to take off for christmas but if you stop running before the finish line then you're never going to finish the race. you don't get the medal you don't get the success you don't get the results that you that you want You've had to put in all of the effort, but all you get is crushing disappointment rather than success. So just keep running, keep putting one foot in front of the other, until you reach that finish line. Stop at that point, relax, enjoy it, and then and then keep going. And even if over the next ten weeks or so, running up to Christmas, let's say there are more celebrations than usual, there are more social events than usual. So what? the solution the situation with that would be you know the, the the solution to that would be don't completely pause um but it is it is okay to slow down so if you need to slow down a bit you need to relax a little bit you need to go from being really strict really on track doing really well to like you know 70 effort just coasting for a little bit that's what really does allow you to just maintain where you are and then pick up again afterwards so yeah allow yourself if you do need to coast if you do need to go a bit slower also allow that into your plan as well but the the biggest thing is just keep going it's fitness in general it's just way way easier when you just keep going just like if you just like brushing your teeth if you decide not to brush your teeth for a year and they all go rotten you have to have them all taken out and have to have fillings and everything all on every single tooth that's a real pain it's really difficult it's not nice to deal with it's not pleasant to deal with And just like your fitness, if you just keep up a moderate, you keep up a a level of fitness, you keep doing some workouts. You know, sometimes you're going to feel super motivated. Sometimes you're not going to feel super motivated. But if you just always keep up a base level of training um, rather than stopping completely. Then you avoid just like your teeth going rotten, you avoid your your body going rotten, your fitness going down, uh, your energy levels going down. And, And it's easy to just keep keep that up and just keep maintaining that. So
0: thank you for listening to today's episode of The Trinity Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also, please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening. And we'll catch you next week for the next episode of The Trinity Podcast.